What's going on? Welcome to another episode of the Leaders in Real Estate podcast. Today, I'm sitting with Tanya Eberhardt and Michael Carr from the company Brandface. They got a really cool company that helps agents build their personal brands, really tell their story online and in their communities. So we get into it. We get into the tips and tricks, how they built the company, their journey so far, and some tactical advice they have for you as an agent to build your personal brand. But before we get into that, we do have to thank our sponsors. And today's episode is sponsored by Reliance Network. Reliance Network is out there creating, ooh, I tell you, some of the most beautiful websites I have seen in the real estate space. If you go to your favorite brokerage and you say, ooh, that design, I love it. That website's easy to use. I'm going to put my money on it that Reliance Network designed it. Now, look, they got the front-end design, but they back it up with the tools that count. They also have a really, really powerful CRM that lets you manage your clients, manage your leads, to figure out when you want to commun- communicate with them. It's, uh, it's just really an impressive platform all around. They got clients all around the country. Go check them out. Head to Reliancenetwork.com. Hit that contact us and tell them you found out about them through leaders in real estate podcast that helps us that helps you hey that's a win-win right well now that we're through that the ad read the intro sit back relax and let's get into this episode Welcome to another episode of the Leaders in Real Estate podcast. Today, I am bringing you the heat. I have Tanya Eberhardt and Michael Carr from Brandface. They run a company that helps agents, real estate professionals, business professionals expand their personal brand. Guys, welcome to the show. Thank you for having us, Jordan. We appreciate you having us on. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's going to be a fun one. I'm really excited to get into this. Brought on a bunch of people from around the country. I know, uh, Tanya, you're in Columbus, Ohio. And Michael, you're just outside of Atlanta, right? Yes, sir. Awesome. So, I mean, I gave you a very basic introduction there. Can you guys expand? Talk to me. How, I mean, how'd you get here? How Brandface get started? And yeah, give us that backstory. Well, brace yourself, Jordan. It all started with a vacuum cleaner. Uh, (laughs) Oddly enough, I actually uh, was selling vacuum cleaners door to door to pay my way through college. And, uh, uh, And I learned the first lessons in personal branding by positioning myself differently, just coming up to a door with my story ready to go. And I learned how to get people to let me in to do the demonstrations. And then not long after that, I uh, actually sold a vacuum cleaner to a radio station engineer who suggested that I apply for a sales job at a radio station. So fast forward 18 years after that, I was still in radio and still and, and spent some time in radio and basically all the big three media. And throughout that time frame, 
there was something I noticed right away, actually, in radio, that when I went to a local event and I saw business owners coming in the door, they were almost treated like rock stars. And I thought, what in the world is going on? Well, those were the people who were the voice and the face of their own business. And so they were the spokesperson of their business and they put themselves out there in such a way that people got to know them as the face of their business. And that's really where the whole brand face concept concept came to life for me. It didn't become a business until years later, uh, but that's where it all came to life for me. And I, I spent about 24 or five years developing all of those concepts before it actually turned into a, a book and then a company. And so that's, that's really how it all got started. That's awesome. And how, Michael, I know we talked a little bit before we got on the show that you were the first client of Brandface. Is that correct? I was the first brand face real estate client. By the time she had met me, she had already written the original book. The, in my background is I was a, an auctioneer by trade. And uh, the guy that taught me the industry said, you ought to go get your real estate license so you can call a farm sale, sell a piece of property every now and then. I did that, but I didn't use my real estate license uh, for anything but buying my own stuff. 2000, I opened up a broker, just still didn't use it for anything except for my own purchases or helping my friends or family buy something. But in 2006, being an auctioneer and a real estate broker in three states, I, I partnered with a company out of Irvine, California, and then we uh, brokered a deal in Georgia, and then we got the Bear Stearns uh, residential portfolio when they went under. And we thought it would be about three years worth of work, and it ended up being about six. So during that time frame, I ended up with an office in Atlanta, an office in Irvine, California, and an office in Seattle, Washington. And, uh, and we were selling off those REOs. And uh, we knew we were working ourselves out of a job. I needed to come back home and uh, reestablish myself. And so I did so, and I opened up a brokerage uh, north of Atlanta, about 40 minutes on the east side. And the first agent that I uh, recruited said that my marketing was terrible. And she kept saying, you, you got to talk to my niece. You got to talk to my niece. And I, I, I was sort of spent, burnt. I'd been just come off the road for six years worth of working. And I'm like, ah, I don't know. I've, I've heard all the promises before. And meanwhile, I didn't know it, but she was telling Tanya, you're supposed to be calling Mike. He needs help. He needs help. He needs help. So uh, the short of it was Tanya and I finally got in touch with each other. She called me first said, I don't know if you're supposed to be calling me. I'm supposed to be calling you, but here we are. Here's what we do. And after me uh, grueling her and, and raking her over the coals about uh, her thought process and what I thought she thought she knew and all of that, uh, I finally hired her. And uh, the, the principles worked so incredibly well for our brokerage. She asked me to co-write real estate for Brandface professionals. And I did so. And then we started uh, working with agents all over the country and in four other countries, in fact. Awesome. Uh, with the same principles. Yeah. Awesome. So talk to me, guys. Like you've been building this, you know, helping people out. Has there been a moment where you've just been like, dang, like I'm really proud of that. Maybe it was helping an agent or a business professional get their brand off, off the ground. Maybe it was the book. Like talk to me through one thing you're really proud of. And then, you know, like the steps you took to accomplish that. 
Yeah, you know, it's been such a blessing, honestly, Jordan, like not only to work with Michael as my partner throughout all this, but the things that we've accomplished together have just been such blessings that I'm, I'm grateful to say there hasn't been just one. You know, the book became a, a number one bestseller internationally on Amazon. And then uh, that was the brand face for real estate professionals. And then we grew the business to um, agents like uh, our brand face agents. We have them in 34 states in the U.S. and three other countries right now. And to see that growth one day, it's almost like you just described it. We're sitting back one day and it's like, wow, hey, we've come a long way. And this concept is incredible. And we're seeing the fruits of our labor in the people that come into the program and their own successes. And they're so proud of their brands because their brands are a very authentic representation of who they are as an individual. And I think if I had to really narrow it down to the thing we're most proud of is that we put out authentic brands that represent the individual person and what they bring to the table. And everybody really has a star inside themselves. And we look at it as our sole job to help them bring that out to the world. And I, I have to say, that's probably my most proud moment is when we, every time we hear from one of our agents that their brand is working so well for them and they're very proud of it. Personal brand has become, you know, with the advent of social media, accessibility to building a personal brand, I would say, has never been easier. But it's also there's a lot of competition out there. What do you tell agents to help them differentiate, you know, from other people really in the industry or just that they see online? Because what I see a lot is I see a lot of people and we tell them that, hey, we need to, you know, you need to be authentic and you need to provide value. But then there tends to be, I think a lot of people are lost and there tends to be a lot of imitation of other successful agents or business professionals, everyone trying to become Gary Vaynerchuk, right? It, 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 I, yes. I, so how do you coach people through to say, look, like, look, that's Gary's message or that's, you know, top producer XYZ's message. Let's find your angle and your personal brand. Can you just walk me through yeah, that, because I see a lot of imitation amongst agents. A lot of what we call the sea of sameness. Mm -hmm. and, and yeah, and, and I'll let Michael piggyback on this. I'll go ahead and take the first part of that, Michael, and then let you answer it in your own words, because, you know, we've seen so much transformation from our folks over time. But I would say that it starts with realizing that it is beyond just the professional. So for instance, you know, a lot of people will say, Hey, I already have my brand. You know, everybody knows I'm a real estate agent. So my brand's out there working for me. And then we say, uh-uh, hold on just a minute. That doesn't necessarily mean you have a brand that's working for you. What that means is they know you for your profession and that's not enough. So let's say I walked into a restaurant, you know, and I see there's there's three, you know, I walk in and I say, hey, there's Michael, the realtor, but over there, two tables to the right is Jordan, the realtor, and then there's Susan, the realtor. Okay, well, now who do I choose? Who's going to stand out to me? And to us, that is a pure mixture of what sets them apart both professionally and personally. That's why it's called personal branding. It's not business branding. It's personal branding. So you're pulling a little bit of those personal things in with that as well, because let's face it, our personal lives make up who we are and that it, and, and that emanates through all of the business that we do as well. Yeah, I would agree with that. I, and I, I think that was exactly what I was going to say, uh, the personal side of the personal branding and how important that is. 
because we all have a story. And, you know, even uh, the new president of the National Association of Realtors, that was one of the first things in his speech that he talked about, you know, everybody's got a story and, and we should be telling our real estate story. And Tanya's been saying that for a decade and uh, not just in the real estate business, but in every business. But we focus primarily on real estate and and everybody has a unique differentiation to themselves. And, uh, and we, what, what our program does is pull that out of them. So that personal branding is highlight. It's like a highlight of what they've done. So for instance, uh, when Tanya came to work from with me, I already had the tagline, anything real estate. She didn't like it at first. Uh, cause she says way too broad. It doesn't, you're not going to be able to attract an ideal customer from that. And I said, yeah, but think about it. We've got three divisions and, you know, at the time it was auctions, it was real estate, it was uh, construction and, and investment properties. So we had to pull that together. But she said, yeah, but what does that say about you? Like, who is Michael? Like, what has he done? And I started telling her about, okay, well, this is what we did. And we got this huge portfolio of properties and we had to sell them off. And we were selling them off 200 a day type of a thing for years. And uh, she goes, well, you're America's top selling real estate auctioneer then. And uh, because of that tagline and me putting that tagline out into the industry, I'm still very active in eight states, still doing that same type of, of real estate transactions that I was doing back in 07, 08, 09, 010, you know, and, they, and so that brand has brought me more business. And she coined that brand because of who I was and what I was already doing. And in the way we did put that out there in the spotlight attracted the ideal customer. And that's the premise of the book and what we try to teach our real estate agents, whether you started yesterday or whether you've been doing it 20 years. Awesome. Now, if we could rewind the clock five years, right? Let's go back. It's 2014. We're sitting there. What's one piece of advice that you would give yourself? You could, if you could go back five years. Ah, uh, that's a great question. I would say, um, I would say, have more patience. Have a little more patience, because Michael and I are real like we're we're high energy. We're pretty much go getters, and that can lead to impatience at times. I can't speak for him. I can only speak for myself. <laughs> but I would say, be more patient, because you know, um, it. One day you'll turn around and be where we are today, and look back and say, "Oh my gosh, look at that growth. That's incredible. That's wonderful." And there's only more growth on the horizon, but it didn't happen overnight. And uh, and and it would have been nice if it did, but it didn't. But now here we are, and so that patience teaches you things, you know. So I'd say that that would be the advice I give to myself. Yeah, and and for me, I would say, you know, it, it's as as I've been on this journey, um, especially the brand face journey, it began to uh, to crystallize with me uh, that you cannot calculate the cost of confusion and what brand face uh, Tanya effectively, and then and then the brand face program itself brought to my organization was a focus. So if I could go back, you know, years prior. I would, and, and, and if that advice would be good to somebody else, I would say, find your focus as fast as possible, because the quicker that you can uh, narrow that, the faster you'll, you'll be on the track to success, because we tend, especially real estate agents, to be very creative, and that causes us to be also, you know, for, to, I hate to use the catchphrase, but the ADHD, right? We're, we, we've just got this, oh, something shiny, something shiny, something shiny. 
And that kind of confusion will cause you to get stuck. And you'll get up some days if, if any of the listeners have ever gotten up and they're like, I just don't really know what to do today. That's what I would say going back. Find the focus as quickly as possible. And to build on that, really, on both points, and this is something I say to people all the time, you need to be patiently impatient. And what I mean by that is... That's great. Yeah, you need to have a sense of urgency every day, 100%, and go at your tasks and focus on those inputs. What do I need to do? What What does the day of a successful person look like, right? And know that I'm taking those steps. So I'm gonna I'm gonna get up every day, realize, hey, I'm not on the mountaintop, right? Yeah, I need to have that patience. I don't know, maybe the big house, the car I want, the family, the relationship, the body I want, whatever. And say, okay, I need to be patient. Let's let's use health for an example, right? I need to be patient about getting this the six pack or the what have you, getting in shape. But I also need to have a sense of urgency. I need to go to the gym and work out hard for an hour. Right. But it's like that. I need to go and do that work, but it doesn't equal the great body after one workout. Right. It's like one push up won't get you in shape. But I know that if I do it every day and I'm patient with the process and I'm focused when I'm doing my tasks, when I'm cold calling, when I'm sending my emails, when I'm sending follow ups to clients, those things are going to lead me towards the mountaintop over time. But I still got to do the stuff every day because daydreaming without action, you're going to be sitting there five years from now daydreaming still right so i'm a big believer in focusing on the inputs you know i'm going to make x amount of calls i'm going to make x amount of emails i'm going to really build the network or i'm going to post on social media you know three times this week as an agent or whatever your your inputs are but focusing on those so you know what you have to get done agreed 100 percent. yeah that's that's absolutely how i how you could describe us i think is it patiently impatient yeah, yeah I saw a meme uh, yesterday that said, and it, it happened to be a topic on one of our webinars that we were teaching. And I saw a meme yesterday that said, before you can become an overnight success, you must be an everyday hustler. And I like that. Yeah, that builds on that. So, okay, great. We got the focus at work, right? We know we got to be patient. Talk to me, though, about things outside of the office. What do you guys do outside of the office and outside of work that you think contributes to your success? I'll take that one first. Well, first of all, I keep active, very active. Like we enjoy going to concerts, traveling, all of those things. And I enjoy walking. I think um, I do. I walk a lot in the local parks around here and it's just a nice, quiet time that you can just think and you can get you can gather your thoughts and and uh, I think it's important to spend some of that time alone to really be, you know, thoughtful about things. That's one of the successes I think for me is, um, you know, when you get frustrated or when you need to think about something, put on your walking shoes and go for a walk. So just staying active and also being eternally curious, like everything. For instance, we do a a webcast called Fearless Friday. And the whole purpose of that is to help real estate agents take the fear out of putting themselves out there. And so um, one of the things that we did in our recent trip to Kentucky's, uh, the Kentucky Bourbon Trail, we just went there last weekend and we realized, oh my gosh, there are so many incredible branding stories at these distilleries. Every one of them is different in their own way. They have unique things about them and, and a marketing spin and a story behind each one. And 
the brand is infused so beautifully in each one. So we're actually doing an episode about that this week. So it's staying eternally curious to pick up on things like that, that maybe a lot of other people would miss, but there are branding opportunities in so many things that add the personal flavor to things, even a distillery. (laughs) (laughs) I would agree with that. I parrot the same thing. You know, we're we're constantly looking, um, not even in, not even just for, <clears throat> our clients and how how we can find another another avenue or another uh, opportunity for them to be seen. It's also it's also in my natural uh, state to be curious about things like that. So, for instance, I I'm also a, a, a amateur beekeeper, and part of the reason why I enjoy working with honeybees so much is because of the sense of organization and community that they are naturally instilled with for the overall good of the whole, right? And so everybody has a specific job. Everybody does that job to the best of their ability. Nobody really deviates outside of that job. They work great together and and everybody is responsible for everybody else. And if you can build an organization like that, no matter how small or how large it is, then your clients are well-fed, your team members are well-fed, and, uh, and you yourself in return will be well fed. And so I, I like to just look for opportunities in uh, real life that are going to help in any way possible. Like I said, not only our own organization, but also our clients. Interesting. Yeah, you can learn a lot when you look at the, uh, the animal kingdom. That's for sure. Cool. Now talk to me a little. I want to talk a little bit about Brandface. What's something you guys are doing at the company that you're, you know, you're really pumped about right now that you can tell our listeners about? Well, one thing is we've been working with agents all over the world for several years now, and we we are just um, debuting or just about to debut um, a new online uh, course for real estate agents called Real Estate Brand Builder. And so it's basically uh, watching over our children every single step that we take to help people do what we call the three Ds of brand face. The first is define a point of differentiation about themselves, what is going to help them stand out among the sea of sameness and really hone in on something that not only helps them stand out, but also helps them to attract their ideal customer every day. And then the second thing, once you define that point of differentiation, then you develop the strong personal brand that's built around that point of differentiation. Everything about what that differentiation looks like, feels like, sounds like that's developing that brand. And then the third thing is displaying that brand correctly and consistently across all of your marketing platforms. So those are the three D's that we focus on in what we do and how we help develop these great real estate brands across the globe. And so now we've pulled all of that into a really succinct course where people can go through and be guided through every single step of what it takes to develop their own personal brand that's wrapped around them and their point of differentiation. So we're really excited about that. That's awesome. You guys got a good thing going in lots to look forward to both internally with you guys and then also from agents and people that are working with you and prospective clients. Now, before I let you guys go, leave me with some wisdom or one piece of guidance, somebody who's just getting started in the personal branding game. Maybe they just got the real estate license or maybe they're a 20 year vet who's just like, dang, I should get on this social media thing and start putting it out there. What's one piece of wisdom or guidance that you would give that agent? I'll start with this one too, if you don't mind, Michael. 
I think that if you're sitting out there and you're wondering where do I start, which marketing platforms are right for me, or hey, nothing I'm doing these days seems to be working, doesn't work like it used to, then you go back to the core of your being and you look at, okay, what am I marketing, right? It's not so much in the marketing tools and platforms that you choose, it's how you use them and the message that you put out on those. So let's face it, in any market and any kind of, you know, customer type, customer type, there could be in one market, if you're working with mainly seniors, they could still be reading the daily newspaper. In another market, you're working with millennials and everything they do is, you know, through YouTube or digital, right? So, it, so the platform varies depending on the market, depending on your audience, et cetera. So the platform's probably the easiest part to choose in the end. The hardest part is how do I present myself differently on every one of those platforms? Because if everybody uses the same marketing tools and platforms exactly the same way, we do have what we call the sea of sameness. It's only when you start with what sets you apart that gives you the information to present yourself differently to the world. And so we say, don't go at it backward. Don't spend a lot of money on advertising and then try to figure out the message. Get your message straight and your differentiation and your identity straight first and then market it. So that would be my piece of advice. For And it doesn't matter if you're just starting out or if you've been in it 25 years. We have real estate agents that run the gamut in our program. And the only thing they have to have in common is they're serious about their real estate business. They care about their own image and how they're portrayed. They care about their customers. And they know they either want to do something to give themselves an edge and stay on top or to get there in the first place. Yeah, and I would follow up with that uh, being step one. The, the next step is do it, and it, and it's it's probably not a surprise, you know. The you know the old eighty twenty rule, you know, twenty percent of the people make eighty percent of the money, and it doesn't really matter what industry you're in. But you find uh, when you start digging, and you, Jordan, no doubt, have interviewed multiple people that would parrot this exact same thing. You got to do it, and then you got to do it consistently. You know, success comes from. The things that we consistently do, even though we can't see the benefit of immediate results. And you, and so once you have that brand and that focus, you got to start doing it and then you got to do it consistently. And, uh, like we started this program with, you'll turn around and you're at the top of the mountain and uh, you had your head down the whole time, just trudging and you didn't realize, uh, you started in the valley and now you're at the top. And that's exactly how it happens every time. But it's very important that you do it. I am with you guys. I'm with you on both. That is great. So guys, if you're listening to this, take note. It's time to take your personal brand seriously, but it's also time to not only do the planning, it's time to do it. All that stuff we talked about, do it, right? What are you going to thank yourself for three years from now that you started today? So think about that as you leave this podcast. Now, before I let you guys go, if the listeners want to get in touch with you, how do they do that? Where, where, where should they connect? Okay. They can find out more about us and the company at brandfacerealestate.com, brandfacerealestate.com. And if they want to learn about the actual course that we just debuted, that's realestatebrandbuilder.com. Awesome. And I will put both of those links in the show notes, guys. So you can go through, click through, see what's going on at Brandface, look at the course, et cetera. Guys, thank you so much for coming on today. I appreciate you joining the show, dropping some wisdom, and I'm excited to share this. 
Thank you, Jordan. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. It's an honor to be on your program. Awesome, guys. That is it. That is another episode of Leaders in Real Estate in the Books. This is the part of the show where I ask you to like, subscribe, share with a friend, or, you know, just say wahoo to yourself. That's all good. Until next time, I'm your host, Jordan Shelton. You can find me on Twitter at CaveJordanS or, you know, drop me a comment on this uh, on this episode. Let me know what you thought. All righty, guys. Take care. Bye.